let's have some fun with things that rhyme. Welcome, kids. It's poetry time. Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Welcome, everyone, to Kids Poetry Club with me, Little Dazzy Donuts. I'm on my way to the club. Queenie said she'd be popping in there later to do some baking. And so I've picked out three poems about cooking and food, ready to read to her. She mentioned that she and Chicken are in the garden right now, and I should pop by before heading into the club to see what they're up to. Seeing as I'm almost there, why don't we take advantage of this time to do our club registration? This is where you get to shout out your name and get a club point for being here. So on the count of three, shout out your name so that I can hear you through your phone, computer or radio. Let the drum roll begin. Here goes. One, two, three. Excellent. Well, I've arrived at the club. Let's walk around the back to the garden and see what Queenie and Chicken are doing. Hi, Queenie. Hi, Chicken. Oh, hi, little Dazzy Donuts. Hang on. We'll just hang at this side and then we'll come over to see you. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's perfect. So what are the two of you up to today? Uh, where do I start? Oh, I know. This all started a few mornings ago, didn't it, Chicken? <laughs> As you know, Chicken here looks after all of the grubs and the insects around the garden to make sure they don't go to town on our lettuces and cabbages. Well, Chicken started noticing that there were fewer grubs around when she'd start pecking early in the morning. So funny, chicken. Uh, she was just saying, the early chicken gets the slug. <laughs> well, there weren't any slugs, and that happened for a few days. Then, after the rains last night, chicken woke up this morning to find a track of small little footprints in the mud. Look, little Dazzy Donuts, let me show you. Ah, oh, yes, I can see them. It looks like they start over at that hedge, then walk along the edge of the hedge down to the lettuce patch. Exactly. Well, our initial thinking was it was a really large mouse, but there aren't any really large mice around here. Then we thought it could be a really tiny sheep, but there aren't any of those either. And then it struck us that it was a hedgehog. Oh, isn't that exciting, little Dazzy Donuts? A hedgehog! It is, and it makes total sense. Hedgehogs are out at night and they love slugs. Also, they're active between March, April and around November. And so all of that explains why one would pop into your garden to check out any slugs that could be about to attack your vegetables. Hedgehogs are certainly a gardener's best friend. Thinking about it, I'm sure that someone sent a poem called that into the club. So I'll dig that out and read it to you later. Well, Chicken and I knew nothing about hedgehogs, and so we did a little research and found that there's lots we could do to be making the garden more hedgehog-friendly. Here's the guide we found to help us. Oh, I like the look of this guide, Queenie. It says, 10 tips for encouraging hedgehogs in your neighborhood. Yes, and we really like all 10. In fact, you came in just as we finished work on tip number one. Hedgehogs can walk for a mile in a night and will visit lots of gardens. But they can only do that if they can get into the gardens. 
So Tipnipper wanted us to put small holes in walls and fences so that the hedgehogs could travel between gardens. Well, since we have hedges, they could get in anyway through the hedge. But fighting through a hedge sounded like hard work, and so we've created a little walkway through the hedge. Oh, I really like the sign that you've hung over the walkway on this side. It says, "Thank you for visiting." Yes, and the one on the other side says, "Hedgehogs welcome here." I think that sends a nice message to any passing hedgehog that there's a warm welcome for them inside of our garden. Next, I'm going to turn my attention to tip number five: put out food and water. That's where the baking fit said. So hedgehogs like baked goods. Who doesn't like a baked good? So I'm going to call Chef Katie Currant for some help. But first, I need to put out a saucer of water for the hedgehog. Then I'll come into the club to call Chef Katie. That sounds wonderful. I'll head into the club and read the first poem while you do that. I'll see you in a few minutes. You too, chicken. Okay then, let's find the poems that I brought with me. I found three that seem to fit nicely with the idea of Queenie doing some cooking today. Ah, here they are. Why don't we start with this one as our first poem for the episode? It's called Nuts, and it's all about someone who is really excited about cooking with nuts. Let me read the poem to you now. I'm simply nuts about cooking. I use them everywhere. On the side, in the middle, and as sprinkles, there are plenty of nuts here to share. I put Brazil nuts inside of my pancakes, hazelnuts in my leek stew. I have walnuts all over my fish pie, and my cupcakes are topped with cashew. You'll find peanuts shoved inside olives, and almond spread on cold cuts. Just take one look at my cooking. And you'll agree it all screams the word nuts. Well, I wonder if Queenie will be using any nuts in doing her baking with Chef Katie Currant. Oh, I hear her and Chicken coming now. Hi, Queenie. Hi, Chicken. Hi, little Dowsy Donuts. I'm excited to do some baking for the hedgehog. Now, are you sure that hedgehogs like baked goods? I thought they ate grubs, things like caterpillars, earthworms, earwigs, and slugs. Oh well, I bet the chef Katie Kurt will though. Why don't I call her up now to get her help? Hi, this is Chef Katie Kurt. Hi, Chef Katie. It's Queenie. Oh, hi, Queenie. How'd it go with that rhubarb pie you made a couple weeks ago? Oh well, it was edible. I think that's the best word for it. That's all a learning opportunity, and so I'm excited to try making something else today. So, what do you want to make? I want to make a cake for a hedgehog. A hedgehog cake, as in a cake that looks like a hedgehog. What was that? I'm sorry, Chef Katie, you broke up a little there. Uh, yes, a cake. Do you happen to have a recipe you could share with me? I do, Queenie. But I don't have much time. I have a pie in the oven, and it needs to come out soon. So grab a pen and paper and write down what I tell you. Okay, I have them here ready. Great. First, you should make your chocolate sponge. In a saucepan, melt your chocolate and butter. 
Then get out two bowls. In the first, you'll mix your flour, sugar, and bicarbonate of soda. Then in the other, you'll combine the eggs, sour cream, and vanilla. Oh, gosh, that was a lot for the first step. Let's see, you said that I need a sponge. What do I need a sponge for? Was that to tidy up the mess I'm making? And I need some flowers and a soda. What's a soda for? Drinking? Oh, dear. I'll just write it all down the best I can. Then mix it all together and put it into two tins for baking. A loaf tin and a pudding basin. Then bake those. Once they're ready, make sure you let them cool before you ice them. I need to be cool with what? Cool with the cake tins? Sure, I'm cool with cake tins. Then, cut out the cake to form the body of the hedgehog and cover it in buttercream, which is butter, cocoa powder, sugar, and a little water. Make sure you cover it fully and use plenty of buttercream so that your spikes will stick in and stay there. Okay, so I need butter and cream. I pour butter and cream on the cake? And what was that about spikes? Finally... Use some chocolate bars or chocolate biscuits as spikes and stick them in all over. Then for the eyes, use a couple of small edible balls. That will give you a wonderful hedgehog cake. Good luck with it. I have to dash now. Oh no, Chef Katie. Wait, what, what was that about the balls? I don't have any balls here. Well, apart from these tennis balls. Oh no, I don't know what to do. Chef Katie? Chef Katie? Oh, she's gone. So, Queenie, do you feel ready to go make a cake for your hedgehog? Um, I don't know. I think I may have missed one or two small items. But I can't imagine that will cause any major problems. These cakes more or less bake themselves, you know. Okay then, while you go bake a cake for the hedgehog, I'll read the second poem. Given that you're making a cake, I think this poem is ideal to read next. It's called Piece of Cake. I'll read the poem to you now. Cleaning your room is a piece of cake, were the exact words that my mom said. So I tidied it up, putting everything away, with a few things pushed under the bed. I went and asked when the cake would arrive, as I'd eat it when watching TV. But my mum said she knew nothing of cake, and just looked all puzzled at me. She went on to say something about taking what she says with a big pinch of salt. But I definitely don't want any salt with my cake. If there is, then I'll know it's her fault. To be honest, I don't care for her sayings. I just want to eat my cake soon. If I don't, I'll just rub her salt in a wound by creating a mess in my room. Okay then, Queenie, how's it going with your cake? Well, it's ready. That's not quite what I was expecting. It actually looks more like a hedgehog than it does a cake for a hedgehog. You're right, it does. So what exactly is in it? Well, it's butter and it's cocoa powder and chocolate and, uh, oh, it's some tennis balls and a sponge. You know, I think it's possible that you and Chef Katie were talking at cross purposes. I'm wondering if you asked about a cake for a hedgehog and she thought you asked for a hedgehog cake. Those are two very different things. I think that what you have here is a birthday cake that's shaped like a hedgehog, plus two tennis balls and a sponge from the bathtub. Oh, I think you're right. That would explain so much. 
Oh my gosh, I can't give this to a hedgehog. It will make it really poorly. So, what do you think I should leave out for the hedgehog? Well, hedgehogs get most of their food from the wild. But when it gets hot, they definitely appreciate some water left out for them. They'll also supplement their diet of insects and grubs with a little food you leave out, especially meaty cat food or dog food, or little cat biscuits with some water. Ah, uh, you know what? That does make far more sense than this hedgehog cake. Oh well, I bet if I take the tennis balls and the sponge out, what's left is still edible. Well, I know that I'd eat it. So why don't we put some cat food out in a bowl by the water dish we left, and then sit in Chicken's house watching out the window to see if the hedgehog arrives. Would that be okay with you, Chicken? <laughs> oh, I love that idea, Queenie. Before we do that, why don't I read our third poem of the episode? It's called Full of Beans. It's all about someone who clearly loves beans, but probably loves them a little too much. Here, I'll read it to you now. On reflection, I really overdid it, as I'm now so full of beans. I ate them and ate them and ate them, plus they're all over my shirt and my jeans. The first course was a plate full of baked beans. The second was pinto and black. The third course was garbonzo and navy. By the fourth course, there was no going back, as I shoveled down spoonfuls of refried beans warmed up and with cheese. Then for dessert, I ate kidney bean brownies, at which point I dropped to my knees. Now I find myself here at the doctor's, strapped to beeping machines, while nurses all stand back awaiting the moment I just spill the beans. <laughs> I do like that pull of little dowsy donuts. No wonder the poor person ended up at the doctor's if they ate so many different types of beans all in one meal. It's also helpful timing, too. It reminds me that I really shouldn't eat too much of this cake when we get around to chickens. I always eat too much cake. Well, let's walk around there now. The sun's going down and it's starting to get dark. I bet that's the time when a hedgehog could be waking up and starting to look around for food. Okay, I'll be quiet and go put this cat food next to the water. There we go. Uh, I must confess it doesn't really look that yummy to me, but I bet it does to a hedgehog. Perfect. Let's go sit inside with Chicken and watch for the hedgehog. We'll need to be patient though, who knows whether it will even turn up, and it may pop by long after we've all gone to sleep. You're right. Fortunately, there's plenty of cake here, and I bet that the sugar of this cake will keep me awake for a while. The more cake I eat, the more likely I'll see the hedgehog. I tell you what, while we wait, why don't I read the hedgehog poem that was sent into the club? It came in from Ronnie, who is clearly a hedgehog lover, and probably a gardener too. I'll read it quietly while we watch out the window. The poem is called The Gardener's Best Friend. The sun's rays are dwindling fast. Twilight to dusk to darkness, now the light is of the past. Beneath the gardener's potting shed, a hedgehog stirs and wakes from its daytime bed, slowly peeping from the safety of its home, preparing for its nightly roam. Twitching its long, pointy snout, 
sensing the air before venturing too far out, moving across the large grassy expanse to reach the lawn's edging and bedding plants. Bugs, worms, snails and slugs are its dietary needs. It searches endlessly between the flowers and weeds. When the sun's faint glow appears on the horizon sky, it's now time to return home to let the daylight go by. When the summer's days are long and dry, the hedgehog will find it hard to find its food supply. The thoughtful gardener understands its needs, leaving a saucer of water and some dog food amongst the weeds. He knows without his friendly hedgehog eating almost every kind of garden pest, the vegetables and flowers would never grow and look their very best. Well, sadly, that was our last poem for the episode. So, Queenie, any sight of the hedgehog yet? Not yet, but the night is young and there's lots of cake still to eat. Okay then, well, while you keep watch and eat cake, let me remind everyone that there are lots of ways to join in with the club. If you go to kidspoetryclub.com, you'll see a wonderful drawing by our club illustrator, Dot Church. You can also see the pod snack video for the episode and download the episode's pod pack of activities. They're all free. Plus there's information on how to send your poems and drawings into the club, including how to enter your poetry and art into the summer competition on the topic of home. You'll find everything you need at kidspoetryclub.com. It's been so lovely to spend time with you. Thank you for joining me, Queenie, Chef Katie Current and Chicken. I hope you enjoyed yourself and hope you'll be back for more next time the club meets. Join us again next week when we'll have a new topic and more fun. As always, let's finish with our short goodbye poem. We've had some fun with things that rhymed. Goodbye, kids. Until next time. This is Little Dazzy Donuts saying keep rhyming. Ooh, Little Dazzy Donuts chicken. Look over here. It's dark, but look at the shadows. Is it that? Oh, yes it is. It's the hedgehog. Oh my gosh, it's the hedgehog. Hedgy, 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 hug, there's a little, little hedgehog, oh, chicken, there's a hedgehog.